from San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. So give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. And in today's show, you know that you feel better when you're taking care of yourself through exercise, nutrition, but so many things seem to get in the way. It's time to make fitness a priority for yourself, for your marriage, for your family. Mm, you know, that is so true. And a couple of weeks ago when I was at that Santa Barbara, that International Women's Festival up in Santa Barbara, so many of the women I talked to, this was, this was a real issue of struggle for them, fitness oh, wow. and nutrition, because they're, they're so busy doing for everybody else. So I'm glad we're digging into this here. Uh, you guys know I love starting off the show with a quote, and this one I actually found on a wall on Pinterest, and I didn't write down whose wall it was, uh, but you could Google this and find it. It says, make your body the sexiest outfit you own. I like that. I love that. Think about it. With our spouses, our body should be the sexiest outfit so that when they, when we project that confidence, when we feel good about our, ourselves and our body, it, your skin is the sexiest thing you can put on. And here's the thing. We're going to start from the top because we are talking about health and fitness. When we say that, we're not talking about the model who's been redone. Airbrushed, photoshopped. You know, we're talking you are sexy in your own skin. Absolutely. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about that you have the confidence that you feel sexy in your skin. And so whatever that may be for you, because we're all different types and sizes and shapes and what have you, how do you feel though in your skin and that you feel sexy for your spouse? So you can take off your clothes, you can sit there bare naked in front of them Lights on, ready to go at it. And there you go. There you go. Let's there get this go. thing going. Let's let's start with a hug because I think it's important to hug everybody. So this is actually an iTunes review. And for those of you that found us through iTunes, thank you. Yeah, we haven't given through. a shout out in a while. We haven't given a shout out. We, we are so, you guys come to the One Extraordinary Marriage show through so many different ways. Um, many of you know, if you came to us through iTunes, that it was the ratings and the reviews that made a difference because you read through those and you saw something that gave you hope. And so if you haven't taken the time recently to put up a rating on iTunes or even leave a five-star review, if you could do that this week, it'll help someone else yep. get connected here. And we'll most likely read it here on the show. Because we do read them. Yep. You know that. So if you want a shout out, we just read whatever the, what do they call that? The username or the... yeah whatever. That's what I read. So this, the title of this one was called a must for all couples by Chun Lee 0809. Yep. And it said, so incredibly blessed to have found this podcast. So many episodes to listen to notes and other helpful extras on their website and Facebook page. This podcast has strengthened my marriage with my husband so much. I finally got my husband listening to the podcast as well awesome. with a smiley face after that. 
Not only does the show help you understand your spouse, but it also sheds light on issues you've never even thought of. It's opened up my eyes, mind, and heart so I could be a better wife. Thank you, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo, for your advice and encouragement. Chunli0809, you are most welcome. We're so excited that you took the time to share your thoughts. Yep. And the impact that One Extraordinary Marriage has had on your marriage. And this issue of recreational intimacy, of fitness and nutrition, this is an issue that can be challenging. Oh, totally. Because we have these different schedules. We have these little human beings that live in our house that have their own schedules and activities. And a lot of times, and this is what I heard specifically from those women that I was talking to up in Santa Barbara, the adults in the family are so busy taking care of everybody else you know, making sure the kids, making sure laundry, doing all these kinds of things that oftentimes they forget to take care of themselves or it falls to the back burner when I get around to it, when my life isn't so busy, when, you know, the stars all line up and it's, you know, the first Thursday after the second Friday and, you know, I mean, just these crazy things. And so what ends up happening is that fitness and nutrition is relegated to the, when I get to it instead of having that be a priority in your marriage, because when it comes to the forefront, think about it, when you're healthy, how much more energy do you have to tackle what you're facing with your kids, with your job, with your family, with your spouse? You have a lot more energy. Yeah, and when we look at, when we look at fitness and health and recreational intimacy in, in our marriage, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a lifelong journey as well. It's not something that just happens for 90 days and then you're done. It's something that we are constantly looking at and changing, mm-hmm. you know, for our age as we get older, you know, certain things, you know, you, your metabolism starts slowing down. Things Who's are getting like, older. I know, not me. Who's getting older. <laughs> but, you know, it's something that we look at as a lifelong journey and that honestly, is my hope sharing this with you is that you don't look at fitness as just this, hey, I'm just going to get fit in 90 days and then I just stop it. No. I I have to tell you, I was talking to this event planner Mm -hmm. who coordinated weddings. Mm -hmm. That was kind of her niche. And she said so many of the brides that she worked with had the idea that, you know, I'm going to, these were her words, not mine that they were going to drop two sizes between when she started working with them and their wedding day. And that was like the wedding was the end point. Right. That w- that was the goal. Like I want to be a size whatever on my wedding day. A- and then after there ain't nothing going on. Right. And so you, she said it was so frustrating because I wanted to tell them the wedding is the beginning day. A- and so, you know what Tony's saying? It's like, we're not focused on getting to one goal. Or one day. Yeah. But rather making this a lifestyle. Right. And it's something that the two of you can enjoy together, right? Because maybe you guys... Sometimes. Yep, sometimes. <laughs> but maybe one of you or, or both of you were very active when you first met. You know, maybe you guys were into running or triathlons or maybe going to the gym, lifting, working out at home, whatever it may be. I, there is this... There is a shift... And I mean, I've read studies on this where couples, both male and female, dating-wise, prior to marriage, are healthy. They're fit. They get married, and then it goes to crap. 
I mean, it, it really does. And a lot of it is complacency. Some of the studies that I've read are a lot of it's complacency. A lot of it is, well, my spouse doesn't like what I do, so I'm not going to work out because they don't want to work out. You know, some of it is just, well, how do I shop for, you know, two of us, you know, when it comes to food and nutrition, you know, my spouse works late, I work early. So a lot of these factors come in to play. And when me, it comes to your, when it comes to your health and fitness. Absolutely. And here's the thing, when that complacency starts to happen, when the excuses, yeah, and I'm going to call them out guys, those are all excuses. Okay. If it was a priority to you, if it mattered, you'd make it happen. And that's what I told these women that I was encountering with. I go, if it's important to you, if you want to control what you put into your mouth or what you shop for at the grocery store or how often you move your body, if it becomes a priority, you will do it. And as you start to, as your body starts to change and you start to see toning or pounds coming off or just you feel stronger or you have more energy, because again, this is your ideal vision, not ours, not the supermodel pasted on the magazine cover or the guy flexing his, you know, six pack and then some with the bulging biceps, you know, whatever your goal is. When you start getting there, when you're on that journey, let me tell you something, that confidence that comes from it translates into how you act in the bedroom and how you act around your spouse. Totally. Because I can tell you, so I, Tony has always been an athlete, okay? Cyclist since he was, what, 13? 14. 14, okay. Yeah, I'm giving you an extra year there. I, I was the bookworm. Like my brother played sports and all this kind of stuff. I would show up at the ball fields with a book in my hand. Like, and I never had to really worry about my weight. I mean, it was just, you know, like growing up and through high school, it was fine. Then I went to college and I discovered um, alcohol and late night eating. And I lived in a sorority house that had all kinds of goodies. So that was a very toxic combination. And exercise wasn't really part of my vocabulary at the time. So, I mean, it was like bad habits, no exercise, end result, lots of pounds. I mean, that's just, that's an equation for putting on Mm -hmm. weight. And, you know, Tony and I, we've shared with some of you that have listened to the older podcasts and Christmas of 1998, Tony bought me an entire set of like hiking boots and a fanny pack and water bottles and hikes in Southern California. And we started hiking. It was really the first time in our marriage that we had like exercised together. And I was actually listening to an old podcast when I was coming back from Santa Barbara a couple of weeks ago and sharing about how Tony used to hike ahead of me. Right. And I refer to him as a speed demon. It was actually, I was listening to He Zigs, She Zags. And so I was sharing in there how you would just go ahead of me. And then you'd turn around and realize I wasn't there. So you'd sit and rest and I'm trudging along. And then I get to where you are and I'm ready to rest because I'm just not as fast. But you're ready to go on. Right. And so that was not good intimacy in our marriage. And then we figured out that if Tony hiked behind me, he could actually slow up his pace, but stay with me. Right. And, and sometimes I even shared in he's like, she's eggs, how he would, you know, if it was really steep, he'd actually push me up. There, there are many mountains in Southern California and in the Sierras where my husband has been that support pushing me up. If it was just a really steep climb, Glen pass, Glen pass. I saw a picture of, of that in uh, the recent PCTA magazine. So that's a Pacific Crest Trail Association magazine. When Elisa says I'm a, a health nut and fitness nut. Yeah. But having said that, and, and I've done some crazy stuff. 
don't think that I don't battle the same mental uh-huh. blocks and motivation that you do. Just because I've hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, just because I can go out and ride my bike for two or three hours without any problem, don't think that I don't have the same mental blocks as you do and have had to overcome them. Because I have. I have. It's, it's, you know, there are times when I'm not motivated at all to do anything. You know, staying up late, you know, be it working, be it, you know, having fun with Elisa, reading, what have you, and doing those night after night after night. That's hard to get up in the morning or want to get up in the morning or to have the energy to work out. Absolutely. And and as your body starts to change and you become more sedentary, it, it's just hard to get your body moving. Yeah, it, it, it does get a lot harder to just get, okay, what do we do? And then with the activities, again, Elisa called it out, it's excuses. You know, it, it's we make these excuses and it plays out. It plays out. So you have a choice. What we, we want to do here today is really bring up some some solid solutions, solid ideas that you can take to have rec- to make recreational intimacy a part of your marriage. And some of you are probably going, well, gosh, you know, I want to do it, but my spouse doesn't. I hear these stories all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, one of our things is, and I'll say it, you do it though. If you love it, you do it. If you're a spouse and you're not you know, you're not into the at-home workouts, but you enjoy hiking, but your spouse does enjoy it, encourage them. Be an encourager to those, to your spouse who wants to work out. Mm -hmm. Give your support. If there's one thing we can do as spouses is honestly more times than not encourage our spouse. Well, and I would add to that is also don't sabotage them. And Well, yeah, and don't sabotage them. I mean, it is... It is unbelievable sometimes to me that your spouse is trying to change, is trying to make a difference for themselves that could possibly make a difference for you. You may not see it yet, but it may because you're going to be going, man, maybe I should go out there and try some of this stuff out. For your kids, if you have kids, for those around them, encourage them. Don't sabotage them. If they they want to start eating healthy and gosh, you don't like vegetables, try some vegetables. Well, I remember an email we got a couple of years ago from a couple that was trying to get fit. And um, it was a wife that was trying to get fit. And her husband insisted that they have the cookies and the ice cream and all of these temptations mm-hmm. in the house. And she was just at a point where having that in the house, you know, she hadn't ruled out like we're going to banish this forever. But in the early stages of being on this fitness and this wellness journey, she didn't want that in the house. And so it was a real struggle mm-hmm. for her to say, you know, can we just not like, go out and get, you know, if you really need an ice cream cone, which I'm trying not to eat, go out and get one. Right. And he was very resistant to that. And so it was a real challenge to find a, a happy place for the two of them where he switched that mindset to be an encourager to realize, you know what, she's not just doing this for herself. And that's the primary motivation. And when you're, and I, I do want to say that, when you're looking to make yourself healthier, 
you should be your primary priority. Yeah. Don't do this because your spouse is badgering you into it. Don't do this because it's the latest fad diet to hit the, you know, the internet. Do this because you realize that if you want to have a long and healthy life, it starts with you. If you want to be around to see your grandchildren, it starts with you making different decisions. If you want to be able to maintain your sex life for many, many years to come, it comes with you making these choices. If you want to feel more confident in that skin, you know, that really fabulous outfit that we all need to put on every day, that sexiest outfit we own, it comes with you making the choices. It's an internal motivation. And one of the things that the two of you need to do is you need to talk about your goals. I'm working with a couple in my coaching program. When we first started working, they both said they wanted to lose weight. It was this very kind of nebulous, nebulous goal. I want to lose weight. And so I said to them, great, I need to know what that number is. Like, are we talking 10 pounds? Are we talking 100 pounds? Because those are different strategies. And so, you know, they shared with me that. And then they also shared with me that they want to run a half marathon together. Which is very cool. Which is very cool. This is a couple that hasn't been spending a lot of time together because of, you know, having little ones and things like that. And so as we're, we're working through the 90 day marriage makeover, they're starting to focus back on themselves as a couple. And so when they shared with me this, I said, great, I need you to find me a couple half marathons at the end of the year in your area that you can have that as your goal. Like we need to have a date. Right. It's just like Abby and I are doing the San Diego hot chocolate 5K here. Um, gosh, I guess that's that's two weeks away from when we're recording this. March 23rd is when we're doing the hot chocolate 5K. I guess one week. One week. One week. And uh, and so that's a goal. Like I know that's on the calendar. I'm looking forward to it. We're getting hyped for it. And that's what I shared with this couple. You need to have that goal. And they found two races. One of them actually happens to be on the wife's birthday. They're trying to figure out if that's how they want to celebrate her birthday or if they want to do something else. But they're getting motivated to do it together. Yeah. And I actually just got an email from them um, a couple of days ago that they went out and they took a walk together and they've been starting to jog together. And so they're doing these things. And you can, you can when I read their emails, I can read the energy that's coming from it that they're making this a priority in their marriage. And yes, they're trying to lose different amounts of weight and, and that type of thing, but they're ready to encourage one another right. because they've talked about their goals. Well, and even here, Elisa is turning 40 this year. June 20th. Yep. And so one of her big goals has been, you know, I want to be more toned come my 40th birthday. And, and that for us has been, you know, we're doing that through, um, with the body fat test, mm-hmm. you know, how much body fat, um, measurements, certain parts of the body. And, and I just have to say one thing right here. I do not step on a scale. Right. Yeah. Even, even for what we do, you know, we, we go through the whole thing and it asks for weight. We don't have a scale. It, again, when we say you feel good in your body, in your skin, to us, that means you feel good in your skin. And a number on a scale isn't going to determine that for me. Again, I've been an athlete for so long. My weight can fluctuate, no kidding, anywhere from three to 10 pounds, you know, just because of what I'm doing or what I've done or what I've taken in, mm-hmm. you know? So I've done it all. I mean, I've even gone to the point where I've, I put 
on 30 pounds to bulk up in muscle. So I went from like 165 to 195. I've done it. I've done it all. So, well, but weight's not one of those things that we really weight's not one of those out. things. And you know, ladies, I can't speak to being a man, but ladies, you know, if you're changing things by how your clothes fit. So use instead of getting on the scale, those skinny jeans that you have in your closet that you can only wear when you're a certain size, use those as your barometer instead of getting on the scale. Right, and the, and so I just want to say this as though for Elisa and I. I'm more the athletic one. Elisa isn't. I do my stuff. She does her stuff. But her coming up to her 40th really wants to get toned up. One of our big things is we love at-home workouts. And I'll put some links here in the show notes where you guys can check out some of the different ones we've used. But right now we're doing P90X3. And one of the reasons we really dig this is because it's only 30 minutes in length. Love that. And honestly... I, I've I've completed Insanity, which is crazy. Um, I've completed some other programs that are, you know, 45 to an hour workouts in length. They get old for me. They get boring for me. Um, hard for me to stay focused. For those of you out there who lose focus and you're like, oh, can I do this? I will have to say, and I'll put, I'll put a link in, in the show notes for P90X3. It's awesome. It's 30 minutes. And no kidding, most of the time, you're done before you can even think about it. If you have little ones, I had mine out there with me yesterday. They were a little shifty, but they were out there with me yesterday doing some work, working out. But that's what it's about. Finding something that you can do in 30 minutes or less that you guys can do together. And with kids, you can go, if they're in stroller size, push them for 30 minutes and go for a walk. It's about that connection that happens Mm -hmm. that's so important. For some of you, it may be working together in the kitchen. How do we make healthier meals together? What are those choices that we're making? Mm -hmm. That is a cool place to connect recreationally. I mean, cooking is a vital component of our everyday lives. It really is. And if, if the two of you enjoy that, foster that. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you guys are the type of folks that like farm fresh food. You love going to the farmer's market. That's a great place to have a date, by the way, just those as an are, idea. Yeah. I mean, those are places that maybe you don't think about it because it's everyday life. But when you really narrow it down and go, wow, this is something we enjoy doing together. Let's foster that. Mm-hmm. Because if it brings you joy... And you guys are together, that's a win-win. You, you know what I mean? So many times we look at what we do is just mundane and that's just what we do. But when you are preparing a meal together and you're hanging out and you get to enjoy that process together, roll with it. Go with it. Our whole goal here is today is just to hopefully encourage you and inspire you to look at your life and realize that change can be made so you can have the energy that you desire because that's the big thing that we hear. A lot of you are tired. You're worn out. I get it. I've been there many a times, self-imposed even by just working out too much, mm-hmm. you know, so or or not working out. I mean, I went through a phase there after my buddy was killed in a bicycle accident 
got hit by a car that I couldn't even get on my bike. And I took a long period off of just getting bicycling or even working out. I just, I couldn't do it. And due to that, I didn't have the energy that I normally had had, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't feeling good in my own skin at that point in time. I was self-conscious of over time, you know, not a right there at the beginning, but as I wasn't working out or I wasn't looking at my health and my fitness or the food I was eating, I was self-conscious. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel sexy. I didn't really want the lights on. So just just something to think about when in today's day and age, a lot is demanded upon us. But at the same time, we need to make time for this because it is important. Well, and you can affect change in your body in 30 minutes a day. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I talk to people who, um, you know, work out for two hours a day and they're not seeing the results. It's time to change things up. And part of that is trying different programs. Or doing different activities. You know, if your spouse doesn't like to run, maybe hiking is the thing that you guys can do together. Or, you know, you've, you have to experiment with different activities because there's no one size fits all when it comes to fitness. That's why, you know, you can go into your local sports authority or Big Five or Dick's Sporting Goods and see all of these different types of activity that you can engage in. So you need to, you need to try that. And here's the thing when you start working out and your body starts changing one of the things and I've got to talk about this from uh, from a sex standpoint is that you're gonna be sore especially if you haven't been working out (laughs) and if if you uh, the reason this comes up um, is because when we started p90x3 I can't remember which workout it was but uh, there are a number of there were a number of and they're just muscles that I'm like, oh my, you know, my hamstrings and all these kinds of things. So you might have to get creative in the bedroom because you're getting more engaged in your fitness. And here's how this played out. So Jerry and I have been doing these workouts. We go to have sex and, and I'm in this position where my is it the hamstrings on the, the back hamstring, side? Yes. Yeah. My hamstrings see I don't even know the muscles, I just work them out. My hamstrings were so tight that I probably had this ridiculous look of pain on my face because someone's like, are you okay? I'm like, my legs, my legs, they hurt. And so we had to find a different position. Like I didn't want to stop having sex, but because of all the fitness that we were doing, I, you know, it became this really kind of funny moment where I'm like, I'm working out for me and this is supposed to be better, but now I'm in pain having sex because my hamstrings are so tight. And so you've got to, You've got to talk through that. Like if you're sore from working out, if your triceps are sore, if your, you know, your chest is sore from too many push-ups, and you know you're typically on top, and that's an uncomfortable position, then you got to talk about it, right? And say, you know, I'm desiring you. I want to do this, but this position isn't working because those muscles are they're tender, right? You know, and but that becomes part of the the fun dynamic of what's going on when the two of you decide to make this physical change. Yeah. In your body. Because it, it does allow you to say, hey, that hurts. Not because it hurts sexually, but because the muscles are fatigued. Right. And if you're trying to figure out where to start, um, we we have a fitness program that we put together some years back because we believe in 30 minutes or less. We believe in doing stuff together. It's more of a beginner's program to intermediate, but you can get a free core blast workout today. Go to thrive90.com. 
put in your email address and you'll get the 30 minute core blast workout. And that's somewhere just to get started. Check something out, Mm -hmm. something to do together in that video. Elisa and I are actually doing the entire 30 minute core blast workout. And it's something that, you know, we're, we're just normal people, you know, we're, we're normal folks who have kids and make time to do this stuff together. And another thing you're going to have to look at is how do you guys work out together? Oh, this is a big one. And this is, this is no kidding. This is like where you guys learn about each other. Like, do you encourage each other? Do you want to talk during that time? Do you not? See, these are all opportunities to learn more about each other. Good or bad, and I wouldn't even say bad, good or otherwise, it's you learn about your spouse. So like for myself, I love to encourage. Elisa doesn't want to hear a word. She just wants to go throw the DVD in. Let's do the workout. Let's get it done. Let's sweat. Boom. Afterwards, we can talk. During the during the actual workout, it's like, no way. Silent. So it's very interesting. You know what I mean? I had to learn that because I want to be an encourager and I, and I push myself. So I, I'm, I'm sweating and I'm like breathing heavy and I'm going after it. She's just doing her thing. And so that's something you have to learn. And, and I remember one time when we, were, when we were getting started, and this is years ago, she finally just said, she's like, will you just be quiet and work out? Yeah, because it irritates me. Like I, I, the background noise. Right. It just irritated her. And I didn't, I didn't know that until she said that though. And I but probably didn't go. say it in the most tactful of ways because I was right in the middle of doing a rep or something. But, but learning that and learning how your spouse handles it and, and what your spouse desires from a fitness standpoint, you guys really, from a fitness and nutrition, a wellness standpoint, the two of you need to make that conversation a priority this week if you haven't already done so. And, and that's what I want to leave you with is that if you're wondering how your spouse feels about this, if the two of you haven't talked about it in a while, maybe before you got married, you kind of knew what plane you were on, but now it's like, eh, you need to make that a priority to have that conversation this week. Yeah. So go out there, you guys. Have fun, right? Recreational intimacy, out of all the intimacies that we do talk about here on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, is probably the least talked about and one that people do together. So this week, talk about it. Talk about what you guys could do together. Is it hiking? Is it doing an at-home workout? Is it maybe you guys do some you know, one-on-one basketball? I don't know what it is. We don't know what it is because all of us are different and you may have some adventures that you guys just love together. It may be sea kayaking, Mm -hmm. maybe paddle boarding or maybe surfing. Whatever it may be, your health and your fitness, your wellness is important to you, your family. It's important. So make it a priority. Stop making the excuses. Go find something and go have fun and be sexy in your own skin. That's the key. Be sexy in your own skin. Have a great week, you guys. We love you.